As if you needed another reason to go down the Pinterest rabbit hole, in this episode, we're going to share with you how you can use Pinterest to grow your YouTube channel. Welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast. This podcast is hosted by me, Desiree Martins. Every week, I'm going to be showing up in your earbuds to inspire you on your YouTube journey with killer interviews with women YouTube creators, deep dives into the inner workings of how YouTube works, and discussing all the things about YouTube culture and the impact it is having on our world. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with vidIQ, where they help you maximize your videos and YouTube reach by studying titles, description, tags, and playlists relevant to your subject matter, while also studying your competitors to help you know exactly what you should be doing for your YouTube growth. So if you're a female creator looking to grow your channel, level up your content, and learn from the best women creators on the platform to get you on your way to YouTube success and future-proofing your income, this is the perfect place for you. Let's do this. What's up, ladies? Welcome to the episode of the Women of YouTube podcast, where we are here to help you grow your business and do so many awesome killer things thanks to your YouTube channel. And this episode is going to crush everything that you thought that you knew about how you can promote your YouTube channel. You know why? Because it did for me. Like, I've known you can use YouTube to grow your YouTube channel and stuff, but this took it to a whole new playing field. I met JJ through our vidIQ partnership. She and her sister Hawa run the vidIQ clubhouse and we've done different rooms together and we've talked a great deal about different stuff and we had a fantastic conversation about how to use Pinterest because that's what her YouTube channel is all about, using Pinterest to grow your brand and your business and she gives us some very, very amazing on-point details about how you can use Pinterest for your YouTube channel. I know I've said that a lot, trying not to be true redundant, but it's just so stinking cool. Before we dive into this, I love to give you guys like little updates about like how things are going and what's going on over with the women of YouTube life itself. If you are not in our women of YouTube group, why not? Like you need to head over there if you have any questions, if you're looking for growth, if you're looking for like-minded women to share your YouTube journey with, like we are here to help you solve those problems and answer those questions. And what's really cool about it is not only can you network with people and learn about so many different things, I'm trying always to share the latest news and things that's happening in the industry. So definitely worth joining. I know that you're probably like, Des, I don't need another group to join or another thing I have to do. But if you're interested in YouTube, this is definitely the place that you want to go. We're also about to be heading into, what is this called? Like convention season? Like I know it's super super weird to think about like conferences are happening in the world is open. And I know that we're coming off of July where it's like this insane amount of traveling is happening. But what's super fun about heading into is that we have three major video conferences within a month of themselves. We have VidCon, we have Video Marketing World, and we have Vid Summit. Now I will be going to Video Marketing World in Dallas and Vid Summit in LA. And if you can go, you should be there. It's totally worth it. Get your tickets sooner rather than later before they get too expensive. If you're wanting to learn, grow, connect, talk with people, have in-depth, unfiltered, uninterrupted conversations with creators and other people who are in your niche, in your vertical, you're not going to want to miss it. I know that we all have budgets and time constraints around things, but this is just one of those things like it's a worthwhile investment. I have never met a single creator that was like, no, I didn't get any value out of that. So incredibly worth it. So definitely think about looking into Video Marketing World in Dallas and Vid Summit in 
LA. It's going to be amazing. All right. Speaking of amazing, let's dive into this amazing conversation with JJ and after which you'll be able to use that Pinterest perfect life to grow that YouTube channel. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today, JJ. I think you're going to really bring a really unique perspective to today's episode. But before we dive in, why YouTube? Okay. So, um, YouTube, oh, it's picking up the wrong mic. All right. It's okay. YouTube, because, um, it's a great platform to get your message across to a lot of people in one fell swoop. And then also I like social media platforms because one, first of all, they're free. So I've actually owned several different blog properties and I pay for hosting and so, and pay for bandwidth and, and pay monthly and annually. So it's a free platform. Um, I paid for marketing, advertising, I'm hired people to help me market. It's a free marketing tool. So it's a no brainer if you are trying to get a message out, if you're selling a product or if you're trying to get a book deal or record deal or something like that, that's a great place to curate an audience and it's all set up for you for free. So it's like free, (laughs) free, free, free. All right, so tell us what is your YouTube channel about? Okay, so my YouTube channel is about Pinterest marketing. It's And Pinterest marketing is a niche of a niche of a niche. The niche of digital marketing and the sub-niche of social media marketing. And um, in Pinterest, I and my YouTube channel, I decode the trips, the ticks, tricks, and hacks um, for the social, the Pinterest algorithms. Because um, what happens is like a lot of, even though Pinterest technically is a, um, a search platform, a visual search platform, it's still categorized as a social media platform. And like other social media platform, um, there are algorithms that determines what surfaces and how you're seen um, across the ecosystem. And so like a lot of social media platforms, they change and adjust and you know move around often as their business model evolves, as they start targeting different audiences and exploring different things for their business, um, those of us who use it for business or those of us who use it to curate and create a following or whatever we're gonna do on it, we have to quickly adjust and figure it out. So I started my Pinterest, my Pinterest, my YouTube channel um, to react just to that, to uh, help those of us who use Pinterest for our business, um, uh, sort of navigate our way through the various different changes and algorithms and um, have a holding patterns because whether you're a marketer or professional person where your job is no Pinterest and help businesses, your clients, you know, navigate it and, and, and you know, um, increase your engagement and everything like that, or if you're just using it for um, just to elevate your brand, which some people do that just to let other people know who they are, um, it's easy to go in panic mode when the algorithms shift. And, and and it's happened a lot and it's happened a lot last year. And that's when I started my channel because people are just panicking. Everyone's like, oh my God, what's going on? They changed the algorithm. I had a system, it was going on. So I was like, calm down, I got this. So um, because Pinterest is the number one search travel traffic for me, I uh, had to figure it out. So as I was figuring out, I was like, hey, pandemic, YouTube channel, perfect storm. Let me create a YouTube channel where as I'm figuring things out, I'll share it. And maybe there's an audience. I'm sure there's an audience because I'm not the only one going through this hell of Pinterest algorithm shift. And so I found that where I was an audience and people were coming through and folks were like, thank you. I looked at the channels I didn't know. And, you know, so it was, so it's been, a, uh, it's, so that's why YouTube. <laughs> and that's, and that's about my channel. So that's the second question. 
Okay, so we cannot not talk about Pinterest right now because of all this YouTubiness. So how can we, YouTube creators, use Pinterest to grow our channels? Okay, YouTube creators um, are well positioned to use Pinterest for growing your channels because like a lot of social platforms, it's focused on video right now. And that's that's a relatively new phenomenon that started uh, perhaps like maybe late last year, early. So the fact that you are a YouTube creator and you already are comfortable with video, there are a lot of people who are not comfortable with video. The first time you started your channel, if you're a YouTube creator, you had to undergo all of those anxiety of being in front of the camera, how you're not liking the way your voice sounded, not really liking how you look on camera, not knowing if you're presentable or want to be in front of audiences, this fear of judgment, all of those things that you had, the hurdles you had to overcome to finally give them a video, you've overcome them. And so now you're ripe and prime for Pinterest because the people who are on Pinterest, who you, if you're starting up now, who you're competing with, they now realizing, oh my God, really with a new video. So while they're undergoing the stuff that you already dealt with, you, it's right for you to get right on it and say, stop pr promoting my video. I shared on my Twitter account, JJ Gat, which is my same name recently, um, examples of how I've taken YouTube videos that have gotten, let's say 136 views on YouTube. Um, I take it over to Pinterest and it's gotten like one example I gave, it had like 40, 45,000 impressions, which is not the same thing as a view. However, that's still, 45,000 times that my video appeared across different screens. Um, and then I have certain click-through rates where people actually stopped and watched it and other people saved it. And the benefit of saving is because once they save it, they save it on their Pinterest board. And that's the viral effect. If I save your video on my Pinterest board, I have 35,000 followers. Immediately, that means 35,000 people, anyone who comes after them, when they come check out my boards and they go to, they go to a certain specific board that your video is on, they're going to see that. So it's not just my audience. It's also the exponential thing. And that's the viral effect. And it, it's going it, it go really big. So each time you're, you know, someone from the Pinterest ecosystem, look at my, your video on my, uh, on my board that I saved, I pinned on my board there. That's more eyeballs for your video. That's more potential for someone to click through to your video. That's more potential for you to get a subscriber or some watch time or someone to go through the description box if you're selling something or your has a lead magnet in there for them to engage with you, love you as a fan and just get a new fan. So that's why YouTubers should definitely be using Pinterest. Um, but the question how they should do it or why? I think I talk too much. You know, I talk to myself. It's a little, it's a little of both. It can be yeah. both of them, like why use it, how to use it, all that stuff. So let's so you did talk about the why, which I think is really so let's talk about like the things that you can do, like with the how. How do we take it? So if YouTube's gonna if Pinterest is gonna help with our views, our impressions, like how how do we do that? Okay. How do you do it is that you first the first thing you should do is um, do some keyword research and understand. I think the first thing you understand is Pinterest is a lot like uh, YouTube. YouTube is the number two search engine in the world. Pinterest is the number three search engine in the world. So first thing is have a mindset to, to know that the things that you do to optimize your video in YouTube, um, it's, it's uh, you, you do it for, for Pinterest. So that's the first thing you do. The how is to understand that you already have the formula, right? So what do you do in YouTube when you want to do a video? You do research. You find out what's trending or you do you use a tool like VidIQ, which I use, or some other tool and to identify what is um, 
I want to do this topic, but I want to know whether or not it's a, it's a good topic to do, whether there's a lot of search for it and whether there's low competition. So high search volume, meaning there's a lot of people searching for it and there's not a lot of people doing it. That's what you do in YouTube. Same thing with Pinterest. You would do keyword search. So the second thing you do after you wrap your brain around the fact that YouTube and Pinterest are almost the same thing, the very second thing you do is your uh, is your keyword research. Oh, yeah, actually, that's number three. The second thing you do is go to Pinterest as a YouTuber and whatever your subject is that you um, that you talk about on YouTube, go and search that in Pinterest and see how it's being covered on that ecosystem. See how it's a little bit different. See where there's holes. See who's coming up at top. Whoever's coming up at top, that means the, for the algorithms per search intent, those are the people that are having success. So click through and study them, see what they're doing. How do they position their pins? If there's a video pin or there's other uh, video content, how are the people who are YouTubers um, uh, position themselves? So for example, if you are fashion, you may see that one of the popular uh, person who does hauls, who's fashion, this one, her name is uh, Park Avenue and it's Park, P-A-R-K-E, like the Park Avenue in New York, out of E, it's, it's a spinoff of her name. What she does, if I'm a, if I'm a fashion YouTuber or I do fashion, I do hauls in my YouTube channel, what she does is she'll take, um, she'll have a full video, full like 15 minute, whatever, haul video. And so she would take a, a, a vertical teaser that she may repurpose and may have done for TikTok, may have done for Reels, may have done for Snapchat. It's in a vertical format. And she's aware that a Pinterest pushes video. So what she does is then she'll take that same Reels, that same TikTok that she created and she'll repurpose it. So she'll do a mini version of the haul as a teaser and she'll upload that into Pinterest. And then she'll have a link to the actual full video. So when someone's coming on, they're like, oh my God, I love that blazer, the way she put that blazer with the skirt and stuff like that. And that's great. And she's plus size. So you're, so if you are, you're just like, this is great because I never know how I, as a plus size person, can get away with a crop top in that shirt. And she totally pulled it off. I want to see the rest of this video. So thank you for the snippet. I'll click through. Now I'm at your video. Now I'm just like, wow, this is amazing. Now I'm a subscriber. Now I'm going to watch all of your video because I've already had a taste of it. Um, or she'll, you know, so that, that's how you do it. So you'll learn oh, this is how this person is doing. So if you're in another niche, for example, I do pictures marketing. So you see my channel, you see like, wow, okay, JJ took um took a, a piece of her video. So I have a full video and I took a portion of the video. I snapped, I took a, a clip of an existing video. I didn't create a, a vertical video special like Park Avenue do for fashion. I'm a talking head Pinterest marketer, digital marketer. So I'm a talking head. So if you're a talking head YouTuber, um, you would do one of your recent videos and you would take the most exciting part or the part when you're like really engaged or the part when you're about to give tips. So an example for me, um, I did a video for YouTubers. So I was like, here's like how you need to have your audio quality and your video quality top notch. And these are the three things you need to know. And that's where my video ends. So I'll upload that video and the person's like, what are the three things? Where can I get the rest? They're going to see a link. So then they click through the link and then they say, oh, okay, here's the rest of the video. Oh, she's doing this. Oh, she's doing Pinterest and I'm on Pinterest and I'm doing, this is perfect. So I got some subscribers that way. So you know, if you're talking your video, that's one way that you can use Pinterest and promote your your YouTube account through Pinterest is just by um, uh, uh, taking a teaser of an existing video in the existing format and, and pinning it there. Uh, a third way, do you mean keep going? I have a third way. Go ahead. I'm here for okay. it. Okay. Great. A third way. And this is the best way. And I'll tell you why this is the best way, because this is the way that you're going to get the most bang for your buck. This is the way where you you can not, not just only potentially get a, a like, a subscribe, a comment, a purchase. You can you can really do a lot with this. The third way is that you 
um, create a Pinterest pin um, using Canva or PicMonkey or Photoshop, wh whatever tool of your choice. Um, use Create a vertical pin because you guys know Pinterest prefers longer than narrow and the algorithms will more likely than not push your pin if the pin is in vertical longer than it is or horizontal. I mean, more long was that vertical than it is horizontal. Create a pin with a uh, text overlaid with a picture, nice picture, high definition photo um, that really tells a story. Like you wouldn't even need words. Like it tells the story on its own about what's in your video. Um, but even if it doesn't, so my video is like, I did a video on five things you need to know before you form a podcast. So in that picture, I have a picture of a person like who has the headphones in their head uh, and you know, that's podcast. So even without the word, someone says, oh, this pin, What's on the other side of this pin is either some sort of content, and with your case, it's going to be a YouTube video, on podcasting. And I'm going to start a podcast, or I have one. I don't know what I'm doing. So have a video, high-definition um, image that kind of tells a story. Nonetheless, you still want words. Have similar to YouTube, how you do like five words, high contrast, really big, bold colors, primary colors, ideally. Same thing with Pinterest. Have like maybe less than five words to say 10 things to do before you start a podcast or 10 podcast tips. Have those words in the pen, create a pen in Canva. So then after you take that pen, the where you're gonna do, if you have a blog, ideally, I know not everyone does, but this is just the third way. But those of you who actually have bought blogs associated with your YouTube channel, or you have some sort of other a product or something else along with your YouTube channel, so this is ideal. Um, or just create a, create a blog for this, because this is actually worth it. So then you take that pin and you put it in the, in the blog article. The title of your, your YouTube video can be the title of your blog. Same thing for SEO purposes, it's kind of good. Mm -hmm. After you put the title of your blog, and then you do an intro, you do a photo, whatever photo you want in the top of the head, you intro in this, you know, it, today we're gonna be talking about how to start, 10 ways to start a podcast. Podcasting is big and growing. A lot of people are doing podcasts. People just don't know how. So I did a YouTube video. Make sure the top half, the, the fold, you probably heard the word above the fold. And that comes from the old newspaper days when, you know, you bought the newspaper. For those old young people, you might not know what we're talking about. But you <laughs> newspapers, I don't know. I know newspapers folded. So that, you know, this above the fold is what's going to newsstand. That's the most stuff that's going to eye-catching. And some people don't bother ever go below the fold. So above the fold, I mean, before you have to start scrolling down on your blog, you put your YouTube video. So and that's great for SEO purposes too, to put it above versus below. So the same words as in your title is the words in your YouTube video. You put that in there and then below the fold, you take that pin that you just created in Photoshop, Canva, PicMonkey, whatever mm -hmm. um, tool, and you put that pin at the bottom of it. And then you pin that to you to Pinterest with the title and optimize it for keywords and things like that. The reason why that is good is when someone on the Pinterest ecosystem sees the pin, rather than going from one social media highly capitalized um, public entity that the shareholders, you know, if you have um, stock in there to you, shareholders get the money to another highly capitalized public company, Google, um, YouTube. You can send that traffic to something that you own, your blog. You know, that's why I mentioned hosting it before. You own that blog. So you're sending traffic that you can own. When the person leaves Pinterest and comes to your 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 blog post that has your YouTube video, you may have a pop-up and it may say, Hey, before you scroll through, welcome. I know some people think these are annoying, but they work. Um, hey, yeah. before you go through, um, I have some tips for you that are join join the six thousand four hundred and fifty-three people who get my newsletter each week and learn all the tips, tricks, and hacks on podcasting. 
So you're just like, yeah, hey, cool. And you text, so you have your email, you have their email. If you have ads, Mediavine pays a lot of money. If you have ads on your on your blog, them coming and then seeing that ad, that counts towards your clicks pay melee rate for your for your ads. So you've gotten them as an ads towards your ad sales. Um, if they have a, if you are selling something on the side, you're selling um, like digital products or real products, like perhaps a loss, and someone comes to that blog, they look over there like, oh, wow, this is a cute little mug. Let me buy that. Now you have a third way is the sale. Then they may actually see your video and they click through, they watch your video. So you have the click, the like, all that stuff. You have that as well. Then if below the, as you're talking about it in this video, I'll talk about podcasting, people don't know the tools and you highlight the word tools. And after they watch your video, they see, oh, tools is highlighted. Let me click this. And they click through and they go to affiliate, your, your affiliate page with all the tools you use for podcasting and they purchase, you've got an affiliate sale. So that's why that's the best because you can get them for ad, you get them in an email, put them in your email capture sequence. You get them as a as a like subscriber watcher. You can get them as an affiliate sale. So that's why that's the best way for YouTubers to use Pinterest. That is like a little mini masterclass in like <laughs> ten minutes. Like that was no, that was great. So I'm gonna sum up a little bit just because we said a lot of things. So I'm actually gonna have you sum up your three points. So the first one that you had said about like taking your YouTube content and turning it into other stuff, right? Okay, the first thing is the first, the, the three on the how, the three on what you need to do for think about it. The first the thing, how, the how. Okay, the first thing is to have a mindset shift to realize that Pinterest is uh, similar to YouTube. So, whatever you do for YouTube, you have to do for Pinterest. So, which is that? The second it. thing you do is research, find out who else is it. Like I mentioned, Park Avenue, and I mentioned myself with the podcast. Study yeah. who else is doing it, how what they're doing it. And so so that's the second one. And the third thing is, and then my second example, it was to do a little snippet. And the third way is to just use a, a blog, like connect, create a pin, have it go to your blog. Um, so that way, instead of you sending pit traffic from Pinterest to YouTube, you're sending pat Pinterest to a blog that you own and you put your video in there. So, um, so those are the three things you do. Um, those are three ways. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the second way had a couple other examples in there, but uh, no, you have. You definitely want to go back and re-listen to it, guys. Yeah, re -listen to take, it. take some copious notes. No, I did give you, really I did give you two examples. Yeah, yeah. And, gave, like, and more importantly, that. go ahead over to her YouTube channel where she's got all this stuff that's breaking out. I like super nerd out about all of this. Like I was really pumped to listen to all that because like I'm a I'm a digital marketer too. So I'm like, woohoo, nerdy stuff. Let's talk about Pinterest. Uh, <laughs> but I know that a lot of people kind of maybe even get like the glass over a little bit about it, but. I think it's important. What, what I love about what you're talking about with Pinterest is this is a way no one talks about promoting yeah. and growing their YouTube channel. Yeah. No one does. And yeah. I think that it's a truly missed opportunity. So yeah. many people get wrapped up in like Instagram. Like I gotta grow my Instagram in tangent with my YouTube channel. Y'all, I'm on Instagram a hot minute. Instagram is like the hardest place to grow in my opinion. Like it is way easier for me to understand and use YouTube or something like Pinterest versus trying to have like a killer Instagram account. So like really take that into account. Like what is more important to you? Is it having views on your channel, people consuming your content and more importantly, and, and like JJ, I'm sure will like you're thinking getting on my email list or is it more important for you to have like the 10,000 followers on Instagram with the swipe up? I, I, I have not had the swipe up. I met like two one one hundred something to, like followers on Instagram. It is so secondary as a priority to me to versus like what I'm doing on YouTube. And I would much rather continue my evergreen efforts 
for YouTube yeah. over on Pinterest. Yes, <laughs> Pinterest gives you all. Of you. I don't know how many videos you have on your channel so far. I have like 400 videos on my YouTube channel. Right. So <laughs> Pinterest gives you 400 links from Pinterest to your videos. Yeah. Instagram. Good. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm no. Yes. Preach. Yeah. So 400 links to all your, your videos straight to. So that's 400 ways for people to get to 400 different videos versus Instagram gives you that one link. And then the, it's a shorter nurture. It's a shorter sequence. So for Instagram, essentially, someone has to love you. You have to like woo them over with your content, kind of look cute, send them some value, 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 and then keep value, keep loving them, keep and then it's, it's a super hard place to be. Like I love stories. Yeah, I love stories. I think stories is great on Instagram, but like the feed, the feed makes me crazy. Like it's just it's rough. It's rough in comparison. If y'all are putting this much effort into your Pinterest, you've been doing the vast majority of the work of what you have to do for your YouTube channel. You're doing your title, you're doing your description, you're doing your keywords. You can do all of that on Pinterest. Pinterest, oh my God, yes. Yeah, and if you're creating that thumbnail, you, like, like with one video, you can get so many pieces of content for Pinterest. Like take your thumbnail, resize it for Pinterest with like the long format. You know, take the take your video and dissect it into different like little micro pieces. You can turn your video into a Pinterest story. There's so many great things that you could be doing over on Pinterest. And it's a really missed opportunity because that's where people are searching for solutions. Right. They're searching for things. Right. People can't search for things on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's because the way the same way people will find your 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 YouTube video, the same search intent is on Pinterest as well. So I always tell people on Instagram, there's only about three ways or four ways that people could discover you. One, they have to already be following you. Um, so you have like 2,000 followers, that's like a limit. Uh, two, you have to use like a hashtag, a popular hashtag that people are searching for. And even when you do use that, you're going to get buried in content. Okay. And then third way, you have to be in the explore feed. We know that's how hard that is to be like the top nine or whatever it is in the top feed. So, and you're competing with a lot, whereas, whereas with on Pinterest, for example, um, you the, the power's in your hands. Like all you have to do is optimize your pin um, the same way you optimize your YouTube video, the same, you don't even have to just include it in your workflow, in, like sort of weaving in just like that one extra step after you finish, like um, after you finish creating, doing your SEO, do your thumbnails, and then publish out your video. And part of your marketing, the very next thing, and this is what I do, and I can tell you my part of my workflow, the very next thing is to create a pin that accompanies that video and then take almost the same keywords in the title. And it's so easy from that pin from Canva, you don't have to do anything. You can take your YouTube video and drop it in the link. So create the Canva pin. And in Canva, you can actually go and send it straight to Pinterest. So create the pin, put the same title, cut and paste your description from your YouTube video, drop that right there in, take that link from YouTube, drop it straight in there, and boom, it's in it's in Pinterest. That's how easy it is to be one extra step. And you've just, from doing that one step, you've just promoted your video among, I don't know, 400 million additional people that are actually searching, especially those keywords in your title, the keywords in the description for your YouTube video works in Pinterest as well. So if someone's searching how to, how to create a starter podcast, and YouTube, they're also searching how to do a podcast. And, and the reason why that's really great is because they won't go to Google. The, the people from Pinterest will go to Pinterest. So you have a captive audience and your competitors aren't using it. So it's like versus competing with everyone on YouTube, you're by yourself drawing them in. They didn't know it existed. They don't know your competitors. Exist. Your competitors didn't send their pins to YouTube. So yeah. that's for them. So you did. So because you did, 
you're getting all that traffic and they're not even seeing the other people. They didn't go to YouTube to search. They went to Pinterest to search and they found your pin. So it's kind of like a no brainer to do that. And um, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, Pinterest is great. Like basically, Pinterest is great to start doing it. Like that's what we just learned right now. Look, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but did you know that YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but that's why every creator truly needs to be using vidIQ to grow their YouTube channel. vidIQ's tech helps you tailor your video ideas to match what people are searching for right now on YouTube. And once you're ready to upload, well, it starts optimizing and getting you all the details that you need to make sure your videos are getting noticed. If you really want to dive in more and get started for free, please head over to the womenofyoutube.com forward slash vidIQ to get started on this YouTube channel changing tool that is going to make things so much easier for you. All right, let's get back to it. So let's shift a bit from Pinterest because I think that we've gone over so much great information that people are literally going to have to go rewind and and go back through like what they got to do. What, because you're talking about Pinterest on your YouTube channel, how are you making money from your YouTube channel? Okay. That's great. That's a really good one. Um, I mean, the YouTube Pinterest and YouTube is just like a great marriage for me of like for money making because it's I don't even though I just started I just joined the partner program like only last October and I'm under 2k subs right now I'm still making money combining Pinterest and YouTube just from what I just said so essentially um, because I do social media marketing in a specific niche of Pinterest marketing it really makes sense for me to share my videos or share my content on Pinterest because some of the people on Pinterest are actually interested in business. But what I do is I sell like uh, like how to, so I sell like how to um, set up your Pinterest account, for example, or how to uh, optimize and I have a workflow. So if someone doesn't know how to do it, I'll do a YouTube video that says, here's what you need to do to optimize your channel. Here's what you need to do to make money, like make like I, for last month, I think, I, I had the revenue that I generated for uh, um, what's his name? Amazon was, I think, like $600 in one month. Um, you know, so I'm going to tell you how you, you know, what you need to do in order to do affiliate marketing on Pinterest. And then I'm going to tell you what to do. And so you're going to look at my video and be like, oh, this is what I need to do. But how do I do that? So I'm going to say, how do you do it? I'll have, I can tell you how I do it, but that's a workflow. So that's how I make money. It's like you can purchase my workflow, um, how to do set up your whole Pinterest board or how to do a pin or how to optimize your pin, how to set it up to make money. Because a lot of people do affiliate marketing in their blogs, but they don't do it right. And I see them like they're not getting any sales. I'm like, there's little tweaks and things like that you need to do. There's specific things that you need to do specific ways you need to position your words that's more likely going to get people to click through and and sell um, that a lot of people don't know how to do that. So I'll tell them what you need to do. You need to have a click through. You need to have a call to action. Um, But if you don't know how to do it, that's the, that's that's the money ball. Like that's, you know, that's what you come to me for. And that's what I'm selling. And so if I, if I do a, if I do a video on that and I put it on Pinterest and someone clicks through and they see the video and then that's the sale. So the Pinterest is driving more traffic to my videos that I may not get from YouTube um, because I'm in a niche of a niche of a niche. So there's only like a total of maybe two dozen people, I think total, if that, and maybe even less than a dozen that actively do Pinterest marketing content on YouTube. So it's not really a lot of us. And because it's not as sexy, um, there's a way, like you said, is Instagram and TikTok, um, Snapchat, not so much. It's not as sexy as those other two platforms. 
Um, people aren't really searching and they don't really know they're not using it for business. So I'm not going to get a lot of search traffic from, from YouTube at all. However, on Pinterest, which is the platform, I am because those people want to figure out how to get it done. So that's where my audience is. I'm going to drive them over to watch my video. And then they're going to be like, oh, wow, great. Thanks for telling us this. Oh, you have a gift that's in sale. Let me sell this. So that's how I, you know, do the conversion triangle. Mm -hmm. Love it. Okay. So... We've talked a lot about, I think that we can all like really officially like say like, okay, the best way to grow our channels and by extension of what we're already doing is to dip into what Pinterest has going on for it. What do you find to be other mistakes that YouTubers are making that are hurting their channels? On on Pinterest or just generally? And on YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. Oh, okay. Oh, I think what, what YouTubers are making the mistake is the biggest mistake, oh, the biggest mistake, and I see this because I have a, a club in a clubhouse, uh, which is an audio-only app, and we often have rooms and folks who are new to YouTube, new rising YouTubers will come on stage. A, a big mistake that a lot of them have is, one, not understanding that YouTube is not about you. I think that's the biggest misconception. So a lot of folks, you guys start YouTube because you're funny, because someone says, oh my God, you need to take this show on the road, or you should, or you might have a great follow on Instagram or another platform, and people say to you, you should, you would do well on YouTube. That's a longer form content. This small thing is great, but do that longer. You do really well. So, and then folks, uh, they think it's all about them. And folks will be like, yeah, my husband's really funny. I have funny kids. And they, they go on YouTube and you do what you want and what you think is funny. And then you expect to grow. And you're just like, everyone else told me all the people that I know, that's hundreds of people, that, oh my thousands of followers on Instagram told me I'm funny. So I'm here on Instagram. Everyone come down. I mean, I'm on here on YouTube. Come watch my videos. I'm funny. And they don't realize that no one cares about you. And YouTube mistakenly called YouTube because you can start a channel, but YouTube is not about you. And I think the biggest mistake is people think YouTube is about them. And they don't realize YouTube is a search platform and really is about the other people. So folks want to know, what do you have? What do you have to say? Are you going to entertain me? Are you going to inform me? Your news channel going to inform me? Are you going to, um, are you going to um, amplify some knowledge I have? You know, those channels that like go deep into historical sort of stuff like that. Or are you going to inform me of news? Is that, you know, you're going to, what are you going to do for me? Are you going to, oh, are you going to educate me on, uh, give me a walkthrough, give me a tutorial? How are you helping me? And so it's about, not about you. It's about, so if you're just doing stuff about you and consuming about you, that's the biggest mistake. It's like YouTube is not really about you. So that's a big number one mistake. And so that's the frustration. That's why folks who do like stuff like lifestyle channels or they do vlogs. And it's like, you really do think people are interested in just watching you walk around. If you're not already a big name, and even those people who take who are big on TikTok or big on Instagram and they send people over, they struggle because their audiences are used to short content. So they're not telling people, I know you're used to seeing my little 15 to one minute video. Come over here now, watch 15 minutes of it. And it's not working. And they're like, well, what's going on? It's not working. It's because that audience is only about short content. So even they struggle. So imagine you who don't have an audience anywhere else thinking you're going to be able to retain people's information. I mean, attention if it's just about you. So it, that doesn't work that way. So that's the biggest mistake is, is the mind shift, not understanding that YouTube is a search platform and has nothing to do with you. So I think that's the first thing. And the second mistake is that they, they think the holy grail is to get to be monetized, to join the YouTube platform. And I was in before I got into YouTube, myself or while I was in it, I joined, I was a member of several different Facebook groups of, you know, world and everyone was struggling and like, we're going to get to that 1000 
subs and those 4,000 watch hours. And they were thinking like, once I get there, I've made it. And it's going to be like, the money is going to start raining down. And all of a sudden I'm going to be a rich YouTuber and mm -hmm. I'm going to get a Bugatti and I'm going to live in this big house like Emma Tremelin or, you know, or, or um, whether the, like Keem or Star or all the other folks or Mr. Big. And they're going to be living a life after getting a YouTube partner. And they join and they see their, like these opinions, like, what is this? This is not the check that I was expecting to get. So I think there's a misconception on how much money you can make from YouTube and not realizing there's more money to be made off of affiliate marketing, off of sponsorships, off of selling a product, off of memberships. There's, if you can, with without it, YouTube should be like the last way of trying to make money because especially if it's just a lot of competition, they say something like 20% of people get to 10K following. And even those folks are making the money, they're diversifying. They're not even relying just on YouTube to make their income. So I think that's the second misconception, especially people start, they think they're gonna get rich off of YouTube. So not just that YouTube is not about you. The second thing is that they're gonna get rich off of YouTube and that's, that's not happening. And then three, the big one is they don't realize how hard it is, how, how how challenging YouTube is, how the process of creating a video, coming up, researching, coming up with a topic, doing keyword researching, producing the video, editing video, marketing the video, and then, you know, and then re rinse and repeat and doing that over again. It's hard. And then when you do all that, you might get like 10 views. And you're just like, what? Really? And you're looking at your stats like after week, mm -hmm. 20 people, really just 20 people, all that work I did for 20 people. So they don't realize that it's a long game. So they go in and thinking like, where are my views at? Where where are the people? And it's, it's I just like, it's, it's a long game. So I think the misconception of how hard it is, is the third biggest mistake. Like it's a hard thing to do. So hard. And I mean, I, I have like two professional degrees and they were easier compared to YouTube. And there's other people say other people who have done a lot of stuff in their lives before they say we're gonna be YouTubers now. They're like YouTube is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. It really is hard, and I'm and I'm still like y'all, still like climbing the hill. <laughs> I think that YouTube just is like anything else in marketing, especially with the internet. That like it's always it's always there, getting harder, requiring lots of work and effort and all that kind of stuff. So. It's definitely something that people shouldn't beat themselves about if they're like not crushing it out the gate. It takes time. Like, you know, and some people are like, oh, so and so is doing so good. Well, how long have they been doing this? What was the time for them? Like, was it a different era of YouTube? Like, just with like Facebook, Facebook once upon a time was really easy to grow a Facebook page. And, you know, back in like 2010 to 2013, it was easy breezy. And now it's like, you got to pay and do the rules and create the content and do all of the things and be in the groups. And even then they'll be lucky to get any attention. Right. So it's just one of those things It's like, you really have to know like what's going on and where you're at and be realistic. And I think creating search-based content is definitely a great place to start. And, um, using the tools like Pinterest and your blog and, and stuff like that to grow with this in the same methodology, I think is going to be truly vital to everyone's success. Exactly. Right on the money. All right. So let's do a little bit of rapid fire here. Okay. okay. So what is it that you film with? I film with uh, Canon M50 and I also film with my iPhone 11. And who's your favorite female YouTube creator? Oh, my favorite female YouTube creator is, I love, um, why am I forgetting her name? Kelly Stamps. Mm. <laughs> nice. Who's a dream collaboration for you? Oh, Erin uh, on demand. She was just, in, I don't know if you saw, she was just on that like YouTube small business thing that they did. 
Yeah. Yeah. She was she was great. Um, who is uh what's your favorite video that you have made so far to date? Um, my favorite video I made to date. Let me think. Oh, my one uh, is so funny. Um, what is content? That's my favorite one. And what is the next YouTube goal that you have set for yourself that you're looking to reach? Um, I like to get 10k subs. I I think because I'm thinking like I'm like I'm just 2k. So and if you watch my videos and you like it, you just subscribe. Hit the notification right. bell. Set it to always. I don't know if you have that, but yeah. All right, well, that leads into our next question. So where can people find you on the YouTubes? Oh, they can find me on JJ Gap. That's my YouTube channel dedicated to Pinterest marketing. I have three other channels. I have one with Hawa Bunga, who you just interviewed. She and I, that's my sister. She and I have a secret shorts channel, um, which is fun to do. But, you know, because it's it's shorts, it's secret. We just do it as we go. I have a, a, a channel dedicated to Clubhouse, which I don't really do as much with it, but it's fun. And then I have an actually YouTube verified parenting channel, which I don't do as much. But if you're listening to this and you have you are interested in becoming a YouTuber and you have parenting channel with parenting content, hit me up. I'm looking for somebody to put content on that YouTube verified channel. It has like the YouTube check mark and everything. Very um, nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, JJ. I'm really grateful for you. You can find the links to all of her stuff in our show notes. And remember, everyone that you, JJ, and everyone that's listening are possibly amazing. Appreciate you. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts.